0: Welcome to God's 5 Minutes with Pastor Ed Wilson. Reach him at gods5minutes at gmail.com. Now, here's Ed Wilson with God's 5 Minutes.
1: Hello, friends. The book of 1 Thessalonians begin with this verse. Paul and Silvanus and Timotheus unto the church of the Thessalonians, which is in God the Father and in the Lord Jesus Christ, "'Grace be unto you and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ.'" At the time this was written, authors typically began their letters with a brief greeting identifying the writer and the persons to whom the letter was being sent, along with some sort of well-wishing toward these recipients. In this book, Paul followed that pattern, but so great was the fire in his soul he could not forbear, lacing even this conventional salutation with concepts central to the Christian gospel— he begins by naming himself as the author, and tells the Thessalonians, and through them us, that he is riding in company with two of his closest associates, Silvanus or Silas, and Timotheus or Timothy. It is apparent these two stalwart men of God are in full agreement with the contents of the letter. Thus the benevolence and authority of its contents do not rest alone on the already awesome weight of the apostle, but are confirmed by the unspoken witness of men who had hazarded their lives for the gospel as well. Their testimony has a more merit because they had both spent more time with the Thessalonican congregation than Paul himself. Silvanus went with Paul on his second missionary journey, where he filled in the vacancy Barnabas created when he favored John Mark over his missionary duty. Since Silvanus was sent to Antioch to deliver the message from the Council of Acts 15, we can conclude that he was a Jewish Christian from the Jerusalem church. Timothy is one of Paul's dearest companions. Acts indicates that he joins Paul on his second missionary journey and is with him on the third as well. This most faithful of companions was often entrusted with the role of delivering letters and messages to congregations whom Paul dearly loved, but with whom he could not personally be present. In this manner, holy men of God cooperated in soul and spirit to carry the gospel to the world. The sweetness of their relationship has been a beacon light to all who have been called to follow in their footsteps. The letter is addressed to the Church of the Thessalonians. The term translated church (coughs) literally means the called-out ones. But to the congregation at Thessalonica, it would have had additional meanings. The term was widely used in the Hellenistic world to describe various kinds of assemblies. But more significantly, the term was used in the Septuagint version of the Old Testament, which was the one used by the apostles, to translate the Hebrew word gahal, which is often used to refer to the assembly of Israel as the people of God. The idea is that these people consider themselves, and Paul so described them... As the people of God in the end times, implicit in the term is the understanding that there is to be no further dispensation as the Old Testament and now the New was at this final period of covenant with and visitation from God is conclusive to the end of time. The early Christians use of the term indicates their belief expresses their conviction that they belong to the assembly of God's people in the age of fulfillment. Also, Paul's use of the words church refers to that assembly in a particular place, we would say to the local church. The phrase in God the Father and the Lord Jesus Christ identifies the ecclesia as one that is different from all other assemblies of people in Thessalonica. They are the ones who turn to God from idols to serve the living and true God and await for His Son from heaven, whom He raised from the dead." The expression in Christ and variants like the one here are among the most frequent in Paul's letters. He expresses Paul's conviction that Christians are united with Christ and so experience both his death and his resurrected life in their own lives. That reality will become significant in this epistle as Paul discusses the Thessalonians' experience of persecution and their hope of resurrection at the Lord's coming. Both, he will state, are consequences of their status in Christ— And so we see once again how Holy Scriptures, inspired by our divine mind, put so much in so few
0: words. Have you talked to God today? You have been listening to God's Five Minutes with Pastor Ed Wilson. Reach him by email at g-o-d-s-f-i-v-e-minutes at gmail.com. Tune in next time to hear more encouraging thoughts from God's Word on God's Five Minutes with Pastor Ed Wilson.
2: The world is in chaos, you're here for a purpose. What does the Bible have to say about it all? I'm Mark Taylor, host of Crosspoint, podcast and radio show, and I'd like to invite you to join me each week as I navigate the complexities of faith, culture, and personal growth. Each week, I interview a different guest who is making an impact on the culture of for God's kingdom. Whether you're seeking spiritual guidance, true information, or a fresh perspective, This podcast equips you to discern truth in today's chaotic world. When Christianity intersects with everyday life, that's where you'll find Crosspoint, sometimes discussing the issues that some churches don't want to talk about. Look up Crosspoint with Mark Taylor wherever you get your podcasts produced by KNO Radio and the Sky High Podcast Network.